You never really understand a person until you consider things from his point of view. Wrong! A twisted web. And we are not finished untangling it, not yet. In 1979, we discovered in space, no one can hear you scream. That's it, man. Game over, man. Game over. It's here. Fuck this, this gravy and watch I'm telling you! It's here! Don't let the bedbugs bite. Ah! <laughs> watch me. I'll do the fingering. Ash, are you kidding? This thing bled acid, who knows what it's gonna do when it's dead. I think it's safe to assume it isn't a zombie. Get away from her, you bitch! <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the POV Podcast, where we talk about anything pop culture related. I am your host, Hector. I'm the co-host, Devin. And we are back to discuss the long-awaited uh, Alien tr- franchise. Yeah, we've uh, like been planning on like wanting to talk about this. We've just kind of been like, pushing it back and back, but finally convinced Hector to finally watch Alien 3 and Resurrection. And uh, alongside that, I rewatched um, the, the first two Alien movies and Prometheus and Alien Covenant. We did the two prequels to the Alien franchise, which was this, was this is a very nice and fun journey, honestly, revisiting some of these movies. But oh, I consider two of them not so fun to revisit. And I would definitely say this series has a lot of ups and downs. And I went through the seven stages of grief. After two downs and ups. (laughs) Yeah. But at least two of them are like funny ups. Like they're uh, they're ups in like a you know this this has been such a downgrade that you know something that's not completely garbage is like you know a highlight. Yeah. What are you gonna say? But but. We'll definitely start off with the good, and then we'll get to the ugly. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say? I just agreed. <laughs> um, okay, so let's get, like, let's talk about the first two movies, because that's pretty much, like, we'll get that out of the way. These are, the, the first two movies are, like, the only good ones. Well, they're the two most, like, obvious, like, okay, we already know what you guys got to say. Uh yeah, I, I believe her. I believe her, the last four movies are the most interesting to talk about, honestly. Which is why we've held this episode for so long. Because I, before this, uh, before like this past two weeks, I have not seen Alien three and four. You have, yes. And oh yeah, I've I, seen all. Yes, and we decided to not to include the Alien versus Predator movies because one, I don't that's feel like it, old. and that's like a whole another issue because like. <sighs> one one is fun and the other one is just terrible. And we might have to include the Predator movies as well, which we'll probably do another episode on that because I have yeah. I haven't seen two. I've seen the others. I've seen. Uh, that one I've also seen, has yeah, ups and downs. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think I think Predator has like a better track record. It definitely I... does, honestly. You kind of look at it, kind of, yeah. Because um... I've heard mixed things about the second one, like 
some people are like, this one's pretty good. This one fucking sucks dick. The first one's universally loved. Yeah. Um, and then Predators. Predators. Is, I think it's Predators underrated. Yeah, my dad really likes that one. You told me you liked that one. Yeah, so I, then the Predator, I, but then Prey. I love Prey. So yeah, I guess I, I would. I rewatched the Predator I, movies more than Alien. Yeah. Yeah, I I know that when we first met, you haven't like you never saw like the first original Alien, right? Yes. And what about like Aliens? Did you just see Alien Covenant? Aliens, I would say Aliens was my first introduction because my dad there was a, there was like a short period of time where my dad introduced me to like a lot of eighties, a lot of the popular eighties action movies, and he showed me Aliens because funny enough that was his first movie. He watched Aliens first and then Aliens. Um, That's got to be kind of interesting. Yeah, so, I mean, the large part of it is because I always thought the idea of the xenomorph was very scary, so I didn't want to see the, I didn't want to see the chestburst scene. That's the reason why I didn't see the first one. So we saw the second one, and in the very beginning, you have Ridley having a dream about an alien coming out. So uh, it yeah. caught me off guard. So it's kind of, you kind of walked into that one. It was like, mm. oh, I don't want to see the alien chestburst scene. Then you get two of them in the next yeah. one. But um, I, I think, like, initially, Aliens was my favorite one. That's the one I was like, okay, this is really good. I'm really into this series, kind of. But I think nowadays, I'm I'm shifting towards, like, the first movie. And I believe you, Devin, you're still Team Aliens. Uh, it's It really depends on the mood, my mood, honestly. Because mm-hmm. it's like like apples and oranges like they're both like they come they're 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 the same franchise it's just completely different tones and vibes and genres honestly because like everyone knows the first one is classic like enclosed space like small group of people getting hunted by a monster but then aliens is like a big group of marines going running a gun but it's a huge nest of aliens and they they're underprepared for it. And oh, fuck. I'll I'll definitely I'll, I'll I'll lean more towards aliens being my favorite right now, but it's it's subject to change because both of them are fantastic, I think. And they're like I think they definitely broke the genre of like not genre, but kind of just like defined really defined like the f- the final girl like trope in horror movies kind of because these are like mm. the first one is definitely a horror movie second one's action horror but she kind of does define ripley ellen ripley does kind of define the final girl trope and i think it actually works pretty well than other kind of like horror movies because you could definitely say if you knew nothing, like say you knew nothing about Alien, like the Alien franchise, and you walked into uh, Alien for the first time, and you started watching it, you it'd be kind of kind of hard to tell like who would you be the main character in that situation until like it got to the very end. Yeah, because would you agree? To that? Yes, I a part of me really wished that I did not. I walked into Alien completely empty because I think. Um, that would have definitely immersed my experience with that and definitely would bring up the tension as, as a film itself. I still appreciate, I still appreciate its craft. I still, I think it's the best. It's easily to me, the best looking alien movie. It still holds up the test of time. 
I think Aliens, the first, the second Aliens looks great, but it's still, but it looks, it feels, and it looks 80s, while Alien yeah, feels timeless. I, I feel like it's just, uh, like, the tone yeah. shift between directors, honestly. Like, one is Ridley Scott, then the others is James Cameron, and, J- like, Aliens definitely has the James Cameron feel to Very it. much. And there's nothing wrong with that. Which it's just, a- um... I think with Alien... Back then, there wasn't wrong with the James Cameron. No, yeah, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, Alien. I mean, James Cameron can do whatever he wants, and he'll probably do a really good job with it. But with Alien, but just re-watching the movies, it's like Alien still feels, even though we know what's... Even though I know what's happening, I knew, even though I know everyone knows everything about the Alien itself, it still feels fresh. And, you know, I, 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 I just really wish I can experience it watching it for the first time in a theater, I would love to see that one in a theater because, like, I think it works. I, I would like to, like, have, like, been in, like, the theater when it first came out and, like, heard, like, audiences' reactions to, like, some of the scares, mm-hmm. honestly. Because, like, I remember when I first watched it, my grandmother introduced it to me and she said this was, like, one of the scariest movies she's seen. And I was like, mm-hmm. I mean... But when I was first shown it, I've already, like... I kind of got desensitized to like some horror movies, but this one definitely kind of like de- definitely resonated with me more than like most because like I remember watching like a bunch of the Friday the Thirteenth, uh, Nightmare on Elm Streets, and I just didn't like with those ones. It's always like like you can have like the typical teens like oh yeah let's go party and have sex, mm-hmm. then they get killed and everything. But this one's just like normal nine to five people doing their job and i think that's what kind of like resonated with the characters every more because i kind of like like yeah. you like them you it's you feel real small and yeah and this is a problem that comes up with the later <laughs> ones though but with these people like you get to know them you know everyone there's kane dallas ripley La- uh, lambert uh, parker and then paul i think the other guy's name is i i will say he's the least forgettable one like the most yeah, but one. it's crazy that you just remember all the names, and I—I I mean, I don't remember the names exactly, but I know who you're talking about. I think they do a really yeah. good job establishing each of the characters, and not necessarily getting us to like them, but getting us to just know them. So we feel bad for like when one of them yeah. gets attacked by like—I forgot what the the, the, the creature is called—the one that like the one that yeah, the face hugger. Hey, face hugger. And I will say, um. This one, like, Aliens definitely has my favorite atmosphere to, like, the whole movie. Like, everything, the looks, I like, I like, I love the, so I was, 80s technical future technology, like, like the green and yeah. black text and everything. I, I really like that look and feel, and just the Nostromo, no, is it the Nostromo ship name? Oh. For, I don't remember the ship name, but... Just like the whole vibe yeah. to the ship, I enjoy that like that setting, and then when they're they're going out to the big ship and everything with them walking in the spacesuits and then finding like the the quote unquote like the fossilized like body and everything it's just, it's just a great feel. I love that feeling honestly. It's kind of eeriness then mysterious, and Ridley Scott really does capture that feeling. And I will say, like, none of the other ones, even Aliens, tops, like, the atmosphere this movie captures. Oh, yeah. It's, it has a lot, it's, watching it, it's crazy how much this has more in common with, like, 2001 Space Odyssey, 
which is like one of my favorite movies. And a large part of it is because uh, of the atmosphere and just the way everything's shot and the way everything feels. It feels like cold, empty, inhuman. And, you know, it, it, the setting in, in the first movie is just really, it, it's perfect for like this kind of film. Yeah, and I will say this actually has, like, my favorite things that it does in, like, horror movies that, like, so, like, I've said it in the past, like, the best way a horror movie probably can scare you if you're, like, not affected is, like, be scared for the characters, and that's what it does, like, and if it's, like, a jump scare, something actually happens, except, except one time with the cat, but, like, the jump scare with the face hugger, Kane gets face hugged, the jump scare with, uh, the chest burster... He gets killed and everything. It's then I think this is like the best jump scare in the movie is when Dallas it still gets me. taken away. <laughs> like yeah, because it it like it's still a jump scare, but it doesn't do the jump scare trope with like being completely silent. Like the music builds up with it and then like it cuts off at the jump scare and that's like one of the best like things and the sound effect. And that Lambert is like constantly is panicking and so everything is amped up to eleven and it it's like listening yeah, to like, yeah. like a classical music where like it just keeps amping up with the music and it keeps going the high notes. And then once the alien comes, that's like the biggest. That's like the, the peak, the the, the the top point. And then after that, it slows down. It, yeah. It's crazy how effective that movie, the first movie, is when it comes to its scares. Yeah, and it and it definitely is like there are some parts like that are a little dated like uh when they show the full xenomorph outfit in this one at least it's a little corny because like i guess the ways that they're restricted to move in the costume especially in like the when she yeah. sends it on outer space and it like hooks back up into the tail like to the ship like, yeah it kinda it's, it's, goofy, it's kind of like jaws in that aspect made, where the less you see it is how it's yeah. more effective and then the more you see it it's like it doesn't work as well, but you're so you're still like into the characters. You still want them to survive, so you, it doesn't really. So like the the way the fact that like the the creature itself is like fully shown and it looks fake. It's like it doesn't really matter at that moment because you just want to see the main character succeed. Yeah, and I was gonna say that I think this movie has is tied with The Shining for um best jump scare in a movie in my opinion honestly the ones that i think is tied is the dallas jump scare and then the shining when dick gets killed i think those are like those two are the like top 10 best like mm-hmm. kind of jump scares in movies because they actually like unlike what happens with most horror movies nowadays it leads into something happening to the characters unlike most horror movies where they just yeah. do it for the audience's sake it's not. It's not a broomstick falling out of a closet. Or it's not like a bunch of CGI nonsense, and, I guess. And it's, and I like how like if there's usually I try to like, I kind of like sometimes when I go through a horror movie, I'll go kind of like ask like some certain questions like, um, you know how like once the chest burster like breaks out of Kane, I I always hear like, you hear like why didn't they just kill fucking alien like as soon as it popped up well it has a good explanation acid for blood it's gonna like, ashes like through the hole kind of trying to keep it then, a secret <laughs> yeah and then 
like why would you split up and like look for the alien and stuff at that point they thought it was still only like the little like as the baby yeah. as it comes out of the chest burster and I kind of get like okay yeah I could see why someone would be like it's not that big of a deal you can fucking <clears throat> grab it and throw it into a thing but then they didn't know it was gonna fucking age up real quick I, and I loved I don't know why but like Definitely the xenomorph like lip twitching and like the drool falling and everything. That's such like an iconic mm-hmm. like cinema. Like it's just an iconic like scene from cinema. Even not just horror. Like I bet like majority of people, if you just like show a quick clip of that, someone would be like, mm-hmm. "Oh, that's from Alien, right?" And it's and it's kind of like it kind of sucks because like each of the franchise always tries to replicate their own. Oh boy, like, do they? They really try. Yeah, and it's and it just doesn't have the tension that the first one did. It's like because it was the first reveal. I guess that's why, because that's when it was like first actually revealed, and it's like intense, and then grabs that one guy and hits him with the the tongue and kills yeah. him, and then takes him up. And with it, you know, not being shown as a lot, shown a lot, you, it's like a you it, you you're stuck with like your imagination trying to figure out, pick the puzzle pieces of that alien. Definitely. The only issue, and you pointed out, the issue yeah, is, I think the large part of, like, what make I guess for me, what keeps Alien from being, like, the best movie of all time is that the, the sequels, they they use too much of that, of the Xenomorph, to where it's, like, you, you know too, you know too much of it. But um, that being said, it still, yeah. it still works because of the craft and, and the way it's used. Yeah, and it, it definitely does have, like, and it's still, like, has its own, like, kind of twist in the movie, like, um for this one, because, like, with Ash and everything, you learn, like, what's going on with him, and it's not just, like, mainly the monster you're worried about, it's, like, the fucking people they work for, like, setting them up to fucking get fucked, because Ash, like, they find out that they're basically expendable, and they just want to capture yeah. the alien for science. And then Ripley's just like, what the fuck is this? And then... Uh, I think... I definitely think the... Oh, fuck. Sorry, uh, Ian, Ian McKellen. Holmes. Not Ian McKellen. Fuck. I can't... Ian Holmes. Okay, there we go. Ian Holmes. I I definitely did, like... It took me a while to fucking realize, oh, that's fucking Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> but I, to- I totally forgot that yeah. he was in this movie. I, I didn't know it until like, I saw it recent When I saw it again. Yeah, and I will say, I think the, I think the fucking effect with, uh, when he like when Parker knocks his head off during the fight and when he's trying to murder Ripley and everything, I think that reveal was like really nice and everything to kind of throw off like everyone because it kind of shows why Ash is always kind of odd because you always kind of see him like. They're definitely they're trying to like throw hints that something's up with him, and it is a bit obvious. But it's just like you don't know what's going on mm-hmm. until like the fight scene of it. I'll say if I saw that if I, if I saw it for the first time, I think that reveal the reveal of Ash being a robot would have been like the biggest surprise because <laughs> it's done and it's done that way, yeah. where like it's supposed to be like a big oh shit moment. Yeah. Yeah, and it's kind of just like. They ended up realizing that this whole thing wasn't just by accident. They were really set up by this shit. And, uh... Yeah, it's... 
Alien is just one of those like one of those timeless horror films. Honestly, it's something we'll probably never get again. Kind of like have. the thing. Have you seen the original thing? Or not the original? Kurt Russell. Russell. With Russell Kurt, uh, fuck. Yeah, I've seen that one. Uh, Kurt Russell. Not Russell. But yeah, I think definitely kind of does it, and then made Sigourney Weaver into like a horror Elliot? icon, basically. Oh yeah. my gosh, she's beautiful in that movie. And uh, my my queen. <laughs> uh, I, I, there, there is um apparently a director's a, there's cut. There's a director's cut. cut of Alien. I don't know what it has, but okay. I don't really I, care. I, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, me either. I only know about the special edition for Aliens because I think that one adds a lot more. For, well, there's a there's a couple things that are kind of just like. Oh, James Cameron just kind of just added this for a bit more, but um, I will say I it is extremely funny to me still that Ridley Scott still considers Alien to be a B. I mean, B it is kind of like a B horror movie. It is like kind of like a, yeah, it's kind of, yeah, it is like production wise and directing wise and like just story wise, it is. But it's just mm-hmm. become so much more than that. Like people will consider this like all time favorite movies. But it, it it it's not even like a cult classic because it is like yeah. kind of universally praised a bit. And but uh, what would you? How would you like rank? Uh, not rank. It's definitely how would you rate Alien. For uh, it's definitely a nine out of ten for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I'm up there with a nine out of ten. <laughs> now let's move on to Aliens. So. You've only just seen the regular, yes. the theatrical version of Aliens, right? Okay. Because mainly, like, I think what Aliens does with the... I think something with the special edition it does pretty well is, like, establishes Ripley's relationship with Newt the best in this movie. Because it kind of, like... Like I said, uh, at the beginning of the movie, she gets found... And then they she finds out she's like frozen for almost sixty years, and it's cut from the original. But she learns that her daughter had passed away, and she was supposed to. She was hoping she'd be back in time for her birthday, but she ended up passing away. And it's like definitely kind of like an emotional mm-hmm. thing for her. And then it kind of just like it, it. I think it builds upon the being the surrogate mother for Newt and everything, and. A couple more added scenes they have is, uh, like it shows all the colonists at, before like the aliens take over. Like they learn about like going over there, and then what happens is it's you actually meet Newt and her family, and then they go in there, and then her mother drags her father back, and he's been he's he's has a face hugger on his face, and then she freaks out about that, and it cuts back, and then there's a subplot with uh. The century, uh, century guns, where it actually kind of like explains like when the aliens are coming during the final act and they're all like locked up in the room, and then they learn like like they're looking at the motion tractor and like it says we're right, like six meters in front of us like that's impossible it's in the room. It explains that first they were trying to like go through the door, but then they ended mm-hmm. up learning that it was it was a pretty like neat setup because like it'll show like um. Because the sentry guns only have like limited ammo, and like they're freaking out because like, like the aliens keep coming from this way. Then, uh, 
they get scared because like they either like fell back or they're freaking out because like maybe they found another way in and then they ended up did finding another way in. <laughs> and that's when they saw the fucking that's when Hicks goes up into the ceiling and then boom. Aliens. But um but a uh, a cool like back like behind the scenes story is like the production company I forget who they were, but apparently it was like a British co- production company, and apparently Everyone they does. hated James Cameron <laughs> and everything. <laughs> well, it was weird because they hated James Cameron and they also hated like at the time one of the producers, which was his wife, and they're just like, but they hated him because they thought he. They didn't like think he was like a proven director yet because none of them had seen Terminator at the time, and <laughs> uh, like, and then James Cameron like made a promise he's never working with that studio ever again, and he hasn't. Damn. But I I thought that was really pretty interesting. Like, damn. I guess what other productions? Uh, have, has he been well, infamously, on? there's the whole production of The Abyss, uh, where he almost killed like several of the actors. <laughs> And oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm not sure about, about the other ones. I don't think people hate him completely in Avatar. Uh, what other ones has he done? I think uh, maybe Titanic. I'm not too sure, but I, I just know about the Abyss. Yeah, I, I think I have heard about the Abyss. I just I've never actually seen it. So <laughs> but James Cameron just seems like you know. <laughs> Like he 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 knows like he's a good director. He knows what he's doing, but you know he's an asshole. I guess just from the sounds of it. It's like you can't argue with him because he's like made two yeah. he made two movies that made two billion dollars. So it's like he he knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I guess he can be yeah. a, sort of like a fucking. I mean, every director is a control freak, maybe which is why I want to be one. Um, but yeah, Aliens definitely has. I think it's definitely upped its cast and everything. But it kind of like it definitely kind of makes you want to focus on the certain ones they highlight mainly, like Hicks, Hudson, Vasquez, Bishop, Ripley, uh, Burke, and then the lieutenant. Then everyone else. (laughs) Everyone else is lunch, and then the rest of them are. Yeah, and it kind of definitely, like, you see their reasons of why, like, this mission was destined to fail and shit, too, because, uh, fucking, the the Marines are kind of just like, eh, this is another fucking, this too serious, because they're not gonna, they don't really know what they're yeah. up against, like, Ripley's trying to warn them, and they just think she's kind of a bit crazy, and it kind of leads into their uh, downfall, even with, uh, a new like lieutenant leader that's fresh off the boat and he doesn't know what he's doing exactly. He doesn't know how to control his people. But he's like, this is only like his second live drop that he's done. Uh, so how would you feel? I think it's really good. Um, I think a little, a little bit kind of bogs down for me with like, uh, I have a little bit of an issue with like the pacing. And I don't, I think for me, it's like, it, my interest kind of just lowers down a bit, and like it doesn't feel like nonstop as much. 
like that's just a, like a really nitpicky thing for me and of course like it doesn't i mean i i still enjoy it as an action movie but as a horror action horror film it's, it's it doesn't get me as much as alien but you know that's because it's done so differently and it's just down to taste for me and i think for me nowadays i'm leaning more towards like cold atmospheric quiet type um, films so it's like i'm more i'm getting more into like star trek yeah. than i am with star wars i guess i haven't watched anything star trek but i think no nowadays it's probably star trek's probably gonna be more up my alley because i'm getting old or because i my mindset is like i feel like an old man in a 20 year old's body so it's like i just want to watch something that's just quiet <laughs> But I mean, that being said, it's a really solid movie. I think I think another issue with Aliens for me is um, is that there's a lot of other '80s movies that are like this, and for me, there are a little better than this, or stands out a little more. I'm more of a I'm a big I like Paul Verhoeven's movies, so like I love RoboCop. That's like one of my favorite movies. Uh, I really like Total Recall, and Starship Troopers is pretty pretty funny. I think um, another kind of interesting fact is, uh, so you know that during the production they only had. I did not know that. Does not feel like it, but. (laughs) Like, yeah, because it's kind of cool. Because during the the scene where Hicks like looks up through the ceiling and everything, that's the shot where they have all six of them in it. Like, and that was all of their suits they had. And I always just thought like. I wonder if like they actually like destroyed all of them or just like had like one that they could keep and everything. And I remember like when I was younger, I was always like some random preview and everything, but like the most iconic shot that like it always like stuck with this movie and I always saw it like one preview and I didn't know what it was from until like ten years ago till I watched it. It was like the mm-hmm. scene where Newt's like in the little sewer yes. and everything, then the alien rises. Yeah, there's a lot of great shots. Like, that's one of the most iconic shots of this one. And I just, yeah. And I love, I just love the app. I do want to say, like, I love the. I think, even though it kind of like recycles itself with the countdown in the end, and Ripley has to hurry and everything to where Ripley has to get to the ship, and then in this one, Ripley has to save Newt, then get back to the ship and everything. But I think the atmosphere for aliens is a lot better of her going down in the hive. Because it feels a bit more intense because it's not just <laughs> her, and it's not just a cat yeah. this time. It's a Newt, a child that she's trying to like, that she's feel connected to and wants to take care of, and then she feels she has to protect her because basically nobody else gives a fuck or they're just trying to survive or they're dead. Like Hicks, then Bishop, like he says, he's he's uh he might be synthetic, but he's not stupid. <laughs> Speaking of Bishop, uh, Lance Henderson actually, yeah, in the knife scene, that where he's like, he, did you know that fucking uh, Bill Paxton? Yeah, yeah, yeah that like, was his reaction was, was like, that to him. Everybody else knew, Great except moment. Bill. Paxton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Lance Henderson actually like trained to do that for a while, and I thought that was great. Oh, yeah. I bet, I bet a lot of Marines have actually tried doing it and failed. <laughs> I think my dad told me that. Like, you know, people have tried doing that. Yeah, I can. It's pretty neat. 
Uh, it's, definitely, it's definitely surefire way to lose a finger, but uh, I think it's definitely great for like because <laughs> I just love the reactions. Like, it's not funny, man. Bill Paxton, like Bill Paxton, definitely has game like, over, man. some of the game fun, over. like most fun performances. I think that's another fun thing about Predator, Predator too. too. Bill Paxton's in that too. Oh. He's in you know, Bill Paxton's in Predator. Oh, I didn't too. know that. Yeah, so that's something to look forward to. But uh, <clears throat> oh wait, we forgot to mention the Alien Queen and the iconic uh, get away just... from her, you bitch. <laughs> it's, it's a great, 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 just general great oh, yeah. action moment. Yeah. My dad loves that moment, and it's a great setup to uh, the beginning of the film where she. They test one of the suits and you know showing off showing everyone off they're like yeah she's more ca- she's she's capable of doing more yeah and i will say that's one thing that i'm glad they that's something the theatrical did better than the special edition because during the theatrical like they kind of just like they don't necessarily point out that there's like there's got to be a queen or something that laying these eggs and everything. They just kind of like hint at it, but in the special edition, they kind of just announce it like they got to be like an ant colony or beehive. Yeah. Like there's got to be a queen and shit. And then well, it's yeah, just like, the, oh, okay. the theatrical edition definitely gives it a big surprise with the alien queen. I didn't see it coming when I first saw it. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. And I think the design of it's really fucking cool. I think the Xenomorph just definitely has HR. Well, I know he didn't. Hold on. I know HR Geiger worked on the first one. but To my knowledge, I don't, I, one, he only did I the know, first like, one. And they're not. I've, I've read somewhere that they're not allowed to do the exact same design as his. So that's why each film, they change it every now and then. Which, I mean, I guess kind of contradicts what I'm saying, because I know Covenant okay, has, yeah, some, I was... has, like, at the alien at the end looks exactly the same as the, the first movie. I could be wrong, but as far as I know, that's probably, that's why we have, like, different variants. Yeah, he he didn't work on, he didn't work on any, like, after Alien, he didn't work on anything else. They credit him for, like, the... They credit him, kind of, but it's just, like, in name only. But that's why, like, yeah, each one looks different. I will say, I think the... I like the design for the aliens and aliens. I like the design for the Xenomorph and aliens kind of mm-hmm. a bit more. Like, how it has, like, the little crevices in the dome and everything. I, I don't know why. I, mean, I, I just, like, really I, like I the Queen's like design. It's, like, like that look almost around. as iconic as the original. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't, I don't mind it. Mm-hmm. And it uh, it always makes the movie like it always kind of like grosses me out with the slime <laughs> effect and everything, especially like yeah. the egg sack and laying down the eggs and shit. Yeah, solid movie. I don't have any. Not really. Anything else? It, it's a really good movie. I mean, Is there anything else? You I know, I'm like pushing it a little bit down, pushing it a little bit down. But I mean, it's still a, it's a really solid movie. I just prefer. I at this point, I just kind of prefer the first movie. I'm in the mood for the first movie, and yeah. we're in the mood of the second movie, which is fine because we both like really good movies. 
yeah, because like you just like it's it's very rare to have like a movie come out and be it really good and then have a mm-hmm. sequel and be it either like just as good or better than the first one. But I guess that's that's kind of James Cameron's style because even though he didn't work on the first one, the first Alien, he still made a pretty terrific sequel. And it was he was oh, able yeah. to keep Ripley's character pretty consistent, and I thought just her like surviving this, like surviving the first one, and then having sort of like PTSD and fear of it, and then she's trying to like get over it, and she have, ends up doing she ends up overcoming it, and evil able uh, to save someone and protect them from it. Will lead to the infamous Alien Three. Oh yeah, um, I give Aliens oh, like an eight point yes. five. This. Aliens eight point five, <laughs> understandable. Now let's let's start going okay, down so the hill. Let me let me just get Alien this out of the way. I don't think this so, is a bad movie. I think it has a lot of really neat ideas. I don't think it's as bad as everyone says it is. That being said, it's the worst one out of all of them. Kind of. Yeah, definitely. Because from what I remember, I haven't watched it in a while, but like I can recall recall quite a bit from it. But I just remember it feeling like there's a lot of shit missing sometimes in certain scenes. And uh, I would say that I think that... Ripley kind of like during the scene where she's talking to Charles Dance's character and everything and he's kind of just like asking what he was re- what she was really looking for in Newt's body and everything and her kind of just like seducing him in order to make him forget about what he was asking I I don't know why but I feel like yeah. that just wasn't in character for her I I didn't really like that scene to be honest cuz like like Charles Dance, besides Dylan, he was like the most like reasonable and like understanding and likable person there. And you feel like maybe out of everyone, you would have told him. But at the moment that she probably was gonna tell him, he ends <laughs> up dying, and it's just like, wow, you just got that man killed. <sighs> but um, but yeah, Alien Three starts off with making the stupid decision of killing uh, Newt Hickson. Sort of Bishop, he dies later on, but he's decommissioned. But kind of just ruins the finale for Aliens. Because her whole point of, like, wanting to go back and overcoming her fear of, like, these things and standing up to them is basically killed off at the beginning of the movie. And if it was... If they it could was have done interesting with that idea. Like, of like the fact Somewhat that she went through written. like so much from the second movie and then to have it all just taken away from her. I think it could have worked with a better script. I think it, they could have gotten away with it, but yeah, it, it definitely made the second movie feel a lot, give it like a lot less impact. Like a lot. Yeah. I, I doubt it. He, I think he's I'm not 100% sure if it was David Fincher's idea or something. 
I I know like the original idea for three was to put was to put the aliens on Earth because I know there's like a like a lost trailer out there um, that says like this time they're going to be on Earth. Everyone can hear you scream. And then yeah. I guess studio just couldn't decide what to do. They tried to get Ridley Scott. He didn't come back. I doubt that James Cameron came back either. He didn't want to come either. Yeah. And then this is David yeah, Fincher's yeah. first movie, which he does not even acknowledge anymore. <laughs> and that's large part because he's like he was like very fresh. He was new to the to the Hollywood system, and yeah. I guess some people, you know, didn't take him seriously because he was new and they so much like stuff going on. But I mean, as a movie itself, I think it's bogged down by one. It looks awful. <laughs> I I get I get I get what they're trying to do with the setting, but it made it look so yeah. dull, look a lot more cheap. And it definitely just it it, it took me a long while to finish that movie because I was just bored. Yeah, and uh, like apparently, like from what like. Scoring Weaver said it's like they went through so many script rewrites and everything and fucking um the actor that played Hicks apparently they had to pay him as much money as oh they God. did in Aliens for showing a picture of his face <laughs> and like and I was just like Jesus Christ bro it's that, like I wish I could work like that it's like Marlon Brando with the oh, Superman someone movies someone the picture of my face give me a couple minutes yeah but um I think. I guess, like, I, I get, like, how they wanted to go back to, like, they wanted to go back to the way it was. I know some, like, a bit what, I I know a bit that Scorn Weaver had a little control over it, apparently. Because cause she said she didn't want any guns in it. And she kind of wanted to go Does back try. to feel the first movie. And that she... <laughs> yeah, and she wanted her character to die off. She wanted Ripley to die off. <laughs> we'll get to that. And she sort of kind of did, but, but she also um... kind of didn't. <laughs> and I think the way that they just like started this movie with just oh, there was a there was a royal egg hugger, a face hugger in the ship that the alien somehow planted. And I always thought that part was really fucking stupid that there was just so happened to be an egg in the the ship and it breaks out, kills Newt and Hicks, then places a, a embryo inside Ripley and then either, depending on which version you're watching, assembly cut or theatrical, uh, yeah, ox or not dog. a fan of dogs dying. You apparently um, this one's definitely <laughs> on the list of Movies that kill fucking yeah. that brutally kills dogs for no reason. It's up there with Hunt for the Wilder People for me. <laughs> yeah, I it's just I I don't like normally yeah. like in some movies. Hopefully the dog just be dead. People will find the dog dead, and I'm fine with that. But then when you're showing the dog suffering and everything, like, why can't you do that for like the other? This is it's like I'm cool with humans being. Brutally kill like I I don't care like if you're gonna do it for an animal like just do it for someone else or just you know make keep, keep it balanced I guess I don't know 
It sucks because it's. I think it's like that's like the only like quote unquote kill that I will say uh, um, was like memorable to me. Because none of the others like really stand out. I think. I think the only reason I really remember Very Charles much. Dance's character's death so much is just because of how much of a letdown it is. Because like, you get like right when he like before he died, you get like a bit of his character that seems pretty interesting, and then immediately yeah, because like just dead. the first and half of the like, movie, I was the fuck was all know, that I was for? not interested because like the whole beginning of, <laughs> of all the other previous characters getting killed. But when they introduced him, I was like, oh okay, they're gonna do something. Oh, it looks like they're going to do something interesting with his character and maybe Ripley, him and Ripley's relationship. And as and when he gets killed, I was like, oh, what what the hell are they going to do now? Because like they ruined like that. It it it, it, it it's it was setting. It felt like it was setting his character up to have a big character arc alongside Ripley. Like it was going to be more of like his movie than than hers. And. You know, the moment he gets killed off, it's like, okay, now you're stuck with Ripley, who hasn't really got much to do. So then they immediately shift um, shift the focus to Dylan, who is like like one of the prisoners, one of the many prisoners, but he's like kind of like the main lead. He's like uh, kind of like a, a priest type of guy because he's like, I don't know, I forgot. Did they went to like another planet or like like a little section? They're on, they're on like another planet for like a prison, and they have like a sort of religion that they because they've never seen like a woman. They find it better in such a long time. So when they see her, it it kind of caused like a disruption. But like Dylan's like the main, he's like the main guy, and they focus on him. But he doesn't really have much to do. He's just kind of like, he's kind of just the reason why Ripley's like not killed. Like. Yeah, he saves her, <laughs> and then he ends up sacrificing himself to try and kill the alien, and it doesn't even work, which kind of sucks. They love doing that. They really damn, love doing that. Because killed the like the second. It doesn't help that like all the prisoners don't really. None of the other prisoners really stand out. Yeah. I couldn't tell to. I couldn't tell who was who. <laughs> the worst thing. Is that they... The fucking the stupidest reason that they said like yeah we gotta cut all our hair so good playing it but then the reason you can't tell anybody who the fuck <laughs> is besides Dylan and none Charles of them really have like Ripley, strong because they're all fucking bald and white guys you can't even tell who's who I guess there's like the one <laughs> guard eighty five I guess they say his name is because he has an I IQ think of eighty five could be a line I get. I don't know if that was in... Because that might be... Yeah. And there's the guy who... Nobody takes him serious except, like, the asshole warden who ends up getting killed. And... Yeah, and... (laughs) Like, they have the best... There's, like, one good line in the movie is, like, after the... Killed and the guy, like, holding a chair goes... Ah! (laughs) That's, like, a pretty good line. That's that's the only like laugh I get out of that movie, but other than that, it's just fucking really weird. Uh, let's not even get into that. <laughs> well, we got we'll have to when oh, we no. get to Prometheus. Oh yeah, Covenant. But I was so fucking confused. Fucking timeline for this movie. So like she was gone, <laughs> or she was like 
uh, stranded for like how many years? Well, I know it was for a long ass time. Uh, at the big, uh, um, for Alien Three. This one I can. For Alien, I thought alien, it was like for like I mean, a year. Alien Three or Aliens, and then I have no idea. I only know about Aliens. Yeah, I don't know. It, it might have. Well, I was, I was just gonna say that the reason, like, a good thing we didn't include the what? Alien versus Predator <laughs> movies is because no way, <laughs> Lance Hedrickson is in those movies too. So he's is in, he like a different character? Yeah. He's as Peter Whalen, like basically the company, and he's like supposed to be what? He's supposed <laughs> to be um, what? Guy Pierce's character in Prometheus. <laughs> But but he dies in that okay. one. But he dies in AVP. Uh, which I it's it's just a funny concept because it's just like it, it's really weird. I don't know why, but it's just funny to me that's just like yes, we have we have the same guy. But he's gonna he's gonna be the guy that we have in this one movie. But I guess it isn't canonized. I guess Alien mm-hmm. vs Predator isn't canon because of what happens in Alien Covenant and Prometheus. But um, apparently something I will say apparently Hicks is technically still alive because okay. there's a video game for Alien Alien Colonial Marines where. Apparently they switched out Hicks's character and with another guy and Hicks is in that video game still alive and it's weird, but it's a very awful video game. Uh yeah, I I used to have it and I and this was like before I like got super into the alien franchise, but even then it was a terrible game. I'm still not done with the negatives. Oh my god, this is like the worst the the alien has ever looked. And we've talked about it. (laughs) Oh, okay. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit, I totally forgot. Yeah. It threw me off so much because I couldn't tell if it was like bad CG or if it was like a puppet on a green screen. And I, I'm, you told me it was like a puppet on the green screen. Yeah, because I remember I saw us a couple like behind the f- screen footage where there would be some guys, um, there'd be some guys in green uh green suits and they'd like be puppeting it, but for some reason they yeah. like changed that to doing it all on an actual green screen, which all, looked worse. But then they would have something like they'd actually have like the prop head and everything that actually looked pretty good. But and uh, the most iconic yeah. shot apparently in the movie when Ripley's kind of like moving her face to the side and the aliens right up to her face. Apparently they didn't want they didn't want that scene in the movie. But David Finch uh, Fincher that's like the like, only image I ever in, thought of whenever I heard it about became it. like the only marketing thing they ever fucking used. Yeah, that's yeah, that's like the only image I know funny. of. This three. Before you like, so, got so yeah, watching three, watching it now, or like 
watching it for the first time, it was all fresh besides that scene. No. Yeah. yeah, all I think of now is just that that part you wish and the dog's guts like flying out. Fresh. <laughs> and and Ripley no, sacrificing herself. Oh yeah, and also um what was it? Yeah. Oh my god. What what's the android's name? I've completely you don't... Yeah, when Bishop just decides to kill himself. Bishop. <laughs> I, I think that set the tone I'm for the rest of the movies again. for me. Just kill me. <laughs> just kill me. <laughs> uh, yeah, just just kill me. <laughs> that's, uh, that's basically alien summed up. I will say, okay. I think the death of Ripley could have, like, I will say it's like, I think, excuse me, uh, like, the image of it is cool, it just doesn't look good. <laughs> because it's just like, as you can tell, Scooby Weaver just on a green screen, and it's <laughs> it just like fake ass fire behind her, and Bishop, like, the other Bishop going, I, thought no! the, I was hoping this was going to be the end of her. But, uh, but <laughs> this movie was... oh boy! Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna take oh, one step. Don't worry, we we'll go, we go back up the hill. We're going back up the hill. Don't worry. <laughs> we're gonna take two. No, we'll take one step up, and then we're uh, gonna take three steps down. <laughs> take one step up, then another step down. Oh no, five steps down. <laughs> but then after that, those those steps down, we'll take a bunch of steps up. <laughs> But uh, but what's oh, your damn. rating for Alien Three? Mine's I mean, a, I'm a, no, I, don't I would just say it's probably it's like, like a the title four says it. It's a three out of ten for me. You know what? You know what? It's a three. The more I keep thinking about it, it's like you know what? No wonder why David Fincher doesn't want to mention this movie. It's a fucking three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Clearly, they've Finally, learned their lessons I guess nowadays. Is what happens when studio companies Wink. think they know better than directors Wink. and shit? Oh god! <laughs> All right. Oh, we're talking yeah, about yeah, resurrection. The next one. Oh boy! <laughs> this is certainly an alien movie. <laughs> this is this is my third favorite one. Oh boy! <laughs> it has aliens in it. It has oh, Ripley but please, how, Alien <laughs> but well, that's Ripley it. died in the movie. Why is she is how, off the uh, table. What did they do with her in this one? <laughs> so apparently they kept blood samples from when she was in Alien 3 after they first found her. And they're just like, yep, we could clone her out of this. And since, um, well, we didn't mention it in Alien 3, but she had a... Alien, a uh, queen alien somehow chest burst in her, and that's why she killed herself basically. And somehow they're able to clone the chest. <laughs> somehow Ripley returned. <laughs> they they cloned Ripley and they cloned the queen <laughs> chest burst <laughs> from just her blood, even though they're both they'd be both separate entities. <laughs> and they're just like, hmm. We made baby Ripley. Now let's give her surgery. And Brad Dorf, we got Brad Dorf here as a doctor, a pervy doctor. Um, I will, I will say off the bat, why I like this movie so much. Uh, it's written by Joss Whedon. 
What surprised the hell out of me is that the everything. director of it's Alien Resurrection it's uh, Joss has directed one of my favorite movies, Amelie, which I don't know if you've ever heard of Amelie. It's like this French. It's like this uh, French movie about a woman who, you know, trying to search her way in the world uh-huh. or something like that. But um, that that movie is like very. It's very green. It's very disorienting. It's like kind of has a weird abstract like look to it, and yeah, yeah, it it has like that feel of the movie throughout. So yeah, like once looking at the poster, I know what it is. So yeah. it, it's it's nice to have that kind of look in an alien movie. And once I notice he, uh, once I noticed the director who the director was, I I was on board. And and. Uh, Ron Perlman. <laughs> Once he popped up, I'm like, all right, I know what kind of movie this and, is. It's gonna be campy. Ron Perlman. This this movie definitely has this this movie definitely has the most star power in it because you got Oscar winner Brad Dourif, mm-hmm. Ron Perlman, uh, Winona Ryder, I believe her name is right, and then you got, of course, Sigourney Weaver. And basically, those are the main four, like, yeah. star actors in it. I know like, Brad Dorf isn't in a lot, but the main, like, the other three are main <laughs> characters, basically. And it definitely, you, you get a weird tone shift from this movie. <laughs> because it's just, it doesn't take itself serious. And it comes up with the most, like, stupidest shit. It definitely comes yeah. up with, like, the dumb like like the fucking with the captain the fucking captain dude who fucking the way he fucking dies he's just like mm, found a gun oh there's a third <laughs> gun oh there's a fourth gun let me go pick that one up even though i can't carry this off i'm, I'm only gonna be at the, be able to use two at the max and then but um yeah this movie kind of like feels like makes ripley a bit like mm-hmm. like the clone of ripley ripley eight is what they call her and like the other ones script and stuff but uh because she's the eighth clone of ripley that they made and she's like the other ones are messed up and shit but this one oh that's i don't know whose idea it's 100 directors or joss whedon's to make her like super horny all the time (laughs) and ron probably but i don't know there's just like always sexual tension between her (laughs) she's just it reminded me so much kind of, like, of the Catwoman was like the basketball scene. <laughs> it has that same I energy. Kind of, yeah. She fucking dunking him. She just beats the shit out of all the pirates, and Rihanna but then Rihanna. like she has like sexual tension with we all, uh we Yes, all, I, <laughs> I, I never that too. her name right. What's her name? They, they made her into Black Rihanna Widow. Basically. She has like sexual tension <laughs> with, like, with her kind of powers. <laughs> <laughs> then there's like, yeah, and then another. <laughs> I guess not another, because like they say like, oh, he thinks you're its mother. <laughs> That's Brentor. <laughs> he is. I don't know what they said. They're like this is what I happens when the you director get, like, was just like Brentor. Just be creepy. Directors with like, okay, more the horniest writers. <laughs> you get this. <laughs> Yeah, so they 
they successfully like clone Ripley. They take the queen out of her and they start breeding. Like they start planting the eggs. Then they hire the pirates to capture like people in hypersleep to make the um. Somebody, uh, they they finally make get the aliens to like finally pop out. And somebody made a fucking comparison that I can't get out of my head now is that the aliens oh movies God. are very. To the fucking Jurassic Park and Jurassic World movies. <laughs> yeah. Because if you think, like, the first three oh are, like, trying to contain or capture or kill the aliens, right? Those are kind of the first three. Then the fourth one, mm-hmm. Resurrection, is Jurassic <laughs> World, where, like, oh, we caught the, we caught wow. the aliens. We're bringing them Thanks and a lot. That's all I can think of. And I was just like, god damn it. God wow. damn it. I can't get them out of my I thought that was great. It was a fucking YouTuber that was talking about it, but it really does. This one, <laughs> it, I just love how corny it can be. It has it, that it, Batman and Robin feel to it. Kind it's of. so, it's <laughs> so corny. It just keeps going. It just amps it up. I fucking love, I fucking love the line. It just fucking like kills the one alien. She pops up and she's oh like, my God. "So, who do I have to fuck Whoa. to get off this boat?" <laughs> and everyone just looks at her like, "Like, huh? <laughs> what you talking about?" And uh, and the fucking so she like meets up with the pirates and like, um. And I, I don't know why, but fucking Brad Durf's yeah. like when the aliens first escape, they kill like they kill one of their own because they have like three to a chamber and everything. They kill one of their own, and they had this like <laughs> they melt through the floor and escape. And Brad Durf's idea is just like, huh? I should just go in there and look. And he's just like looking goofy as hell as he <laughs> sticks his head over to look over the thing and just grabs him. And then the woman doctor's just screaming about it. <laughs> And the, the fucking colonel or general's death, his death will always fucking, like, get a chuckle out of me, because, like, they're trying to evacuate the ship and everything, and, like, everyone's getting into these escape pods, and so they, like, there's a, a bunch of guys get into an escape pod, they all strap in, and they're all, like, tied down, and then an alien crawls into it, and they all get fucking murdered. And then the colonel's just like, grenade! He, like, picks it up, takes a grenade, it throws it into the escape pod, and, like, salutes the men as he kills them. Like, he salutes the escape pod as it comes out. And he just stands there, he's still saluting, and, like, an alien pops up. And then he knows, and his just, eyes just widen. And he's just, like, that was bit in the beautiful. back of the head. And then he still stands there, and, like, pulls a piece of his brain out and dies. Because, like, that that scene alone just kind of shows you like the tone shift oh, no, out no. of all these movies. Not even close. I mean, it kind of does towards the end, but it's definitely not trying to be a horror movie anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that shit's just, uh, that whole thing is hilarious. It's terrifying. <laughs> I don't. I don't care. The fucking alien human hybrid is the funniest shit ever. I've seen some shit. <laughs> Because um, since uh, since they oh, go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, at least it's not the fucking original design. At least that was something we give 
the studio some credit for because um for those who don't know the original design for the the human alien hybrid in the movie was <laughs> the stomach had a very like a very distinct design on it let's say um with a a vagina shaped image in the stomach and then a penis coming out of the vagina or going in i have no idea which either it was i just when you look at it you're just like what the fuck is that just look up Alien Resurrection newborn original design, and then you'll see it, and you're just gonna be like, oh. And then the studio was just like, that's a little too H.R. Geiger for so us. Can you like digitally cut. remove that? And they're just like, oh, okay. <laughs> and the... I think this is like yeah. the first one that they showed us in like full CGI, the alien. And I definitely think it the CGI is a little dated. Yeah, I gave it a pass. But I, it's just Not one of those me. things that kind of just like come in with the corniness, like dated CGI, funny performance. Yeah. Ew. Oh. <sighs> I'm, I'm, Anything I else you like really design. loved from this movie, Hector? Oh my god. Ew. Why is this mount? Why is. <laughs> It's not even the lower you. half that bothers me. It's just the face. <laughs> like, <laughs> that long neck. Man. I think they... Man, what a movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where do I rank it on my it's, alien it's movie? It is number baby. four. It's, it's my fourth favorite. <laughs> Out of six... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they, they could. They I should agree. Really people would react to like our total right. People. Movies, I don't know what to like. Like I, I fuck. I fuck. Really? Okay, because like I'm curious. I don't know. I, I, I figure Alien. A 3 lot of is, people like, hold Prometheus no highly. Likes, a lot of like, people hold I'm Prometheus curious highly. how what the original consensus yeah. is for Alien Four. Okay, I guess that's. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people hated it. Uh, they probably hate it. They probably hated it for the reason no. we love it. Just how fucking ridiculous it is. Because it's not. It does not match the tone of the last three. Well, four is at least like, like Alien. Alien at least Alien Three tried just to from keep with the horror tone. This one just threw it out the window. Okay. <laughs> the first one, at least, not the, the second Alien vs Predator is just fucking terrible the first one actually tries to be fun but this and i did tries to be there's there, there's moments in there that you can have fun like this one there's a lot of moments oh in God. here you can have fun with <laughs> <laughs> the underwater segment with everyone yeah, and swimming, and he looks back and he takes a double take <laughs> the way he just like quickly shoots back and freaks out it is like these are cartoon characters in this movie, that's but what you're. That's what you're thinking. I, I will of. say, I have no idea how the fuck these people <laughs> held their breath that long with how much air they're fucking releasing. That was your biggest concern. Yes, because oh my fucking... god, <laughs> that's like <laughs> that was like the biggest concern of this movie. I was like, they're underwater. Yeah, they're underwater for a long time, and at least like with um, like you can say it, like talk as much as you want, but like with um. 
about this movie. Like, if you look at the behind the scenes projects for this, like, there's uh, there's a bunch of clips on YouTube and everything that shows like some of these people seem like passionate about this movie. And like, I I don't think you could say the same about like a movie like Rise of Skywalker. I would I would like actually love to see those people like everyone in that room discuss what they would write. With this one, I could imagine yes. like, Josh Whedon sitting down with the director. <laughs> we. Let's uh, let's. Okay, I also I also noticed that yeah. gonna, like, I was gonna say Ellen Ripley, Sigourney we, Weaver produced we, we, this, we. so she had like a lot of input. <laughs> we. And oh yeah, yeah, yes. I mean, she had a lot unlike of, like, three. Of, I can tell was, like, like everyone else was having really too, good time, so she was so. like, oh, I was down for it. Which I mean, it, it worked for me. I mean, that being said, like if people say it's an awful movie, I don't blame them. Yeah. I just happen to like it. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of, I sort of have like Stockholm syndrome with this franchise. So yeah, I'm, it's really like fun. It. And they end up picking up this one fucking dude that has like an alien chestburster. Oh yeah, and so. Like, throughout the film, they're constantly, like, kind of hinting, just like, oh, the LA chestburst is coming out. It's coming out. It's, it's like, oh, and the, <laughs> they're trying to open a door. <laughs> and he, like, starts coughing and shit. And everybody just pulls out their guns and starts aiming at him immediately. He's like, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. And then, fucking, the main, like, doctor villain yeah. of it comes out at the end of the movie holding a fucking <laughs> Weona Ryder's character at gunpoint. like. Yeah, I'm gonna take the ship and I'm getting out of here. And then, like, the fucking dude with the aliens just like he get he got shot in the shoulder, and then he like <laughs> starts bleeding out of his oh, chest. Nice. And he freaks out, and he's just like he just gets up and he gets like some fucking superpowers, starts beating the shit out of him, <laughs> and then he and then holds his head to his chest and fucking like has the alien pop out of that shit. <laughs> Is that oh no? He just no. changes to David. No, no, I change it to like. <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, I thought your profile Charlie picture was Dal- David and Walter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's not. It's not. Maybe I should. <laughs> Maybe I should. Okay, okay. I was, I was going <laughs> to. That was the fan. What do you want to be David? <laughs> wait, wait. Oh my God. I'll be David and you'll be Walter. All right, I'll, I'll do that. <laughs> because I'll do the. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, so this one's we'll get, we'll uh, get to our favorite five out later. <laughs> I enjoy it. Um, it's 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 fun and it's stupid and mm, it no, it knows Sweden. it, but there is just like some parts you're just like, hmm, this doesn't make I don't, any sense. But, <laughs> but that's just weird. Yeah. I, I I still I was, enjoy it. I have not seen Avengers in a long while. Uh, Age of Ultron just that's a guilty pleasure. So you I don't guess. enjoy Avengers anymore? I don't know. It's very hit or miss. True. I I I do. He is, but I will say it's just like he's a shitty person. <laughs> I just enjoy his work. Oh, come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. I don't have any good images of Walter. It's just him. It's just him Specifically, that scene. 
Davis is the best. That's also why I picked him. Okay. We got it. We got it. We got one more movie. <laughs> Don't let the bed bugs bite. Uh, those spoilers. Okay, I'll stop. But <laughs> one, more, one more movie that we can get to our favorite. <laughs> and, oh, I don't know. Our energy's so high. And then Okay, for you listeners out there, we changed our profile to Michael Fassbender's characters in <laughs> <and> Alien. <laughs> 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 All right, let's. Then you know what? I think we should just skim through <laughs> David and Walter. <clears throat> so Prometheus, fucking people think like, oh, these people, these aliens created us. Let's go find them, <laughs> and um, they just want to know why they're created. But then, oh. Uh, Wayland wants to live forever. His daughter hates him. Idris Elba's like, hey, I'll fuck you. And then just like, my room, 10 minutes. And then he saves everyone at the end. And then um, Elizabeth Shaw, uh, she has a shitty husband. Um, <laughs> yeah, and he gets killed. There is uh, the, uh, the dick snake worm. The guy from Mission Impossible. Um. Then ginger the, guy turned into a black zombie. The guy with tattoos. Black black goo zombie. The one with the voice like this. Which one? Oh, uh, Fallout. On the beard. No, I'm saying like which which mission impossible? Okay, I <laughs> unfortunately. Okay, then um. Uh, David infects uh, Shaw's husband and they have the sex. He gets her pregnant with the octopus. She gets it take. She gets it taken out. Um, engine engineers apparently. Uh, uh, so I don't know if you knew about this, but apparently, like what what happened was the reason why they want to kill them and everything is uh, humans are violent. We tried. We tried teaching you. We took someone off your world they killed and taught Jesus. them our ways to come back and teach you, but you guys killed him. So basically, they they brought <laughs> up Jesus and they killed him, and they're just violent. Yeah, the humans killed Jesus. No, mm. okay. So the engineers, the engineers brought up Jesus and they brought him back, and then <laughs> that's what happened. And I, 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 it has a lot of nice ideas. It's people just are so shit. Really, really dull. They're for just me. saying like. Ugh, Prometheus is so much better yeah. than Covenant because it looks nice. Like... I think the sets <laughs> are cool at, at the most, and it, look, this movie looks fantastic. But sometimes it is good. for me, but not, but not in this <laughs> case. Like, visuals and ideas aren't enough to fucking carry this movie, and it's not. Yeah, because. Yeah. I don't know. You have to have your like characters kind of interesting, and like Shaw's a final girl kind of sucks. Honestly, I just I don't know. She just doesn't like connect as well. She she doesn't she definitely doesn't connect as well as Ripley. And you don't really fucking care that her husband dies. Honestly, 
because he was an asshole, and it's just like I don't feel bad. <laughs> he was a dick. Scientist dude. Uh, but uh, and Charlize Theron's character, she's a fucking idiot. <laughs> she's just then, but the only person, the only character that's like interesting is David, because. It's just like you kind of see where he's coming from. Like oh, the big blood spike. He gets like some of the best lines. I think honestly, it's <laughs> okay. just like don't don't all yeah. their kid don't all kids want to see their parents dead and everything. That's like that's the next one. Like, that doesn't count. Four days ago. And uh, fuck, do you? Uh, when was the last uh, time you watched Prometheus? I was gonna say, don't let the bed bugs bite. Do you remember <laughs> what he said to like Wayland as he died? <laughs> Okay. Shut up. <laughs> We're not there yet. Ridley Scott agrees. But, uh, yeah, David's like mainly the most interesting Such character. On. Prometheus. Uh, he gets his head ripped off. <laughs> yeah, Ridley Scott loves David. <laughs> we joined the I chat. Just, I'm like still just looking like... at her profiles. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's just so funny to me. You just changed like the Normandy to the Covenant. <laughs> <laughs> we're both the same people. It's like no, we're completely different. <laughs> the Covenant, okay. I will. For me, <laughs> I think the thing that really frustrated me was like the oh, end credits God. with the tease of an alien. Okay. Yeah, I know it's, it's okay, supposed to be like a prototype, to... so, but it doesn't come back. This doesn't. It's just. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's just completely forgotten, and I, I guess it's like that's what kind of like clued it into people because apparently people like had no idea that fucking Mithy is supposed to be a prequel to the Alien. Yes and, and no. I thought that was kind of like. Even I guess then, like seeing like a prequel. I know, like the alien there was there's probably people out there that are like I mean, who saw it, like but the, better, the engineers in the first movie, and it's like, oh, I want to know the origins of that. And it does it does not need it because like what makes the first alien movie great is just the less is more mentality, and you know, I, it, like what doesn't like the the engineers? It's like yeah, it, we don't know what the heck this thing is, and. It's, and it further establishes that we're in like this is like a completely everything is completely foreign here in space and I don't need an explanation for this it's it's kind of like the prequels like I don't need a further understanding of the force or at least like an, a rewritten rule of the yeah. force or I don't care about the the fallout of the Jedi or I care about the now I care about like these characters more than I care about the story the, the, the world or the lord for me and I think the same applies to Alien. So, I, I mean, I feel like even if Prometheus was done well, it just would not work for me. Yeah, I guess... I, I can get, like, the... Yeah! The, like... <laughs> Appeal to like the everything we complained about Prometheus Covenant. I just so I couldn't care less. Does the opposite. That's I'm why did, I'm glad what David did with Covenant. <laughs> so I was just like, I hated Covenant for that. 
but at the same time, like, I was an idiot. People, so many people fucking hated Covenant for that. And I'm just like, I love it. It's the best movie. <laughs> now it's just... just like, Covenant's the best. Fuck yeah. Okay, okay so let's just say fuck it. Prometheus, the reason why we don't really care for Prometheus, I've, I find it super fucking boring, honestly. At t- like, there's just times where I wish it would fucking go through. The only times it's kind of interesting is when characters are dying. But then, like, it doesn't help that the David has some interesting scenes, like but going for these he's not big questions to carry it alone. Not, not necessarily pretentious, but it's going for does, but you know something bigger. And then you have like characters going completely stupid decisions, and to the point where it's like completely comical and unrealistic. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, wait, Prometheus. Yeah. Which is which is totally the case with the next one. So uh what what would you write hold on, what would Prometheus? Um but yeah, I don't I don't like Shaw too much. I just feel like she's kind of weak in the scale of everything. Mm-hmm. Because it's just like, she's here for this one, then her fate and Covenant, that's it. I guess they yeah. kind of, they could have like done something more with her if like really got wanted to, but I'm kind of glad they didn't. I didn't think she was that good no, of a character, it's, honestly. I, I'm a little more nicer to it than but, uh, Alien 3 because of the visuals uh, and is there anything it, else you it want just to add? overall presentation looks time. better. It's just the script and... Just the overall feeling to it just really puts it down for me. Yeah. Now, on to our favorite. <laughs> and Walter. <laughs> we we recently Walter. rewatched Alien Covenant together, and it was basically just a big fucking simp show for David. <laughs> And Walter, <laughs> David and Walter. But um, yeah. So Covenant, Alien Covenant, is eleven years at Prometheus, and we're with the Covenant crew that are on a colony colonizing mission to take a new uh, to inhabit Oregon Six. And uh, they're mm-hmm. it's kind of just like kind of reminiscent to, to the first a little one, bit. uh, not the first one, uh, Prometheus with. Walter kind of like watching over everything like David was in and am I cutting out or am I good? Okay. So uh basically Walter's watching over the crew just like David was in Prometheus. But there's a bit more since there's like over colonists and hypersleep. James Franco look after. <laughs> then they apparently get hit with like a solar flare. And he just gets <laughs> Yeah, James Franco's oh, yeah. quick little cameo. Which cool. And I, I guess it's kind of cool because he, well, not, uh, not really, with all the allegations with him. <laughs> but uh, he's just, he oh, said he was just a my queen. Yeah. And then we get mm, um, same. She's the only reason that made Daniels, that movie. I, which That's is the only reason from, why I care about that uh, movie. Of her. I only know her from Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. 
<laughs> Bihar. <laughs> and um, then we got Dana McBride's character, Tennessee. He definitely brings levity, levity to he's, this film. He's kind of just like, but not to like. He's kind of just there, part, thankfully. To be honest, and like to worry about his wife. Utilized pretty and then decently. Pick them up in the ship at the end. And then you have a uh, Billy Crudup as like yeah. a new leader who has no idea what he's doing because you know that was because James Franco was meant to be the lead of the Covenant, but he's yeah. burnt to a crisp. And then now Billy Crudup is you know, has to like deal with like the, this whole situation. He needs to figure out how to deal, how to just get everything settled. Yeah. And I will say it's probably like this movie. I can understand. <laughs> I, I, I think because what gives the characters what, are fucking idiots. why I give it like such a pass is um, <laughs> and it's just like that. I think it commits more. I feel like it's very tongue in cheek in a way because like with Prometheus, there's that bit where like the three um, explorers are out there and they take off their helmets when they find out that the air is breathable. And this one, they wear nothing, naked. <laughs> We're gonna go look for wheat. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like, fuck it. We're going out there. Booty cheeks out. It always, it always. <laughs> oh, God, sorry. <laughs> John Denver's. Can we hear you? But, uh, oh, I guess, like, it was enough for them to be like, oh, it's, it's just like Earth. Like, Still breathe this stuff, John Denver. We heard John Denver's because Tennessee picked up a frequency of a planet that they could go out to, and they go there. And uh, uh, when they land, they're just like the one, the new leader's wheat. kind of like, Oh, this place is great. We'll see, it's not the so job bad. Is just wheat. And then, then they come across wheat, and then the sergeant, whatever his name is. He's he, he knows wheat. That was his job. It's just wheat. <laughs> <laughs> he knows wheat. That was the only purpose he had. In the life. reason why he just knows the wheat. The reason why he says, he was raised me, in I know a wheat. wheat farm. <laughs> that's, that's the only. <laughs> it shouldn't be that funny, but it is. Just this feeling. <laughs> and. They decide to split up their groups once they land. Um, the main, the lead, the new wife goes off with some random dude. Mm -hmm. and that's I would say that's the worst thing about Covenant yeah. is you don't know who the fuck is. You only know to, like one of them is when they die. You're just like, oh, guy died. Is that and the other one and uh, like had an alien. But we we don't care about them. There's only there's only three characters we care about. Oh yeah, I forgot about him. Yeah, and had, had yeah, and then uh, he didn't say he liked wheat, so I didn't know him. off by an alien. But then, like, <laughs> of course, because you don't know who it and is. And Daniels, don't forget my queen. <laughs> yeah, we only knew the wheat guy, uh, Walter and David. Those are the only people we cared about. Uh, yeah, so four characters that we cared about. <laughs> And uh, so that they end up like they step on these spores, and then like they like they introduce like the new concept of the neomorphs, which are 
which David explains that the pathogen that he ends up finding, Prometheus, like it takes different shapes depending on where it's at. And so, like here, it took like the shape of the spores, and it like releases, and then it goes into (laughs) one guy's ear, goes into another guy's alien out, and should have been the weak guy. (laughs) Nah, it would have been wild. Sounds familiar. (laughs) Fucking oh my god, that fucking reminds me. You ever heard of Dreamcatcher? You know what that movie is. It's a Stephen King movie, oh goodness. but uh, with aliens that like have little eggs, and if like some people ate them, two of them get infected. And the way they come out is people shit them out. <laughs> but um, then two of them get infected, and we have the most idiotic people like taking care of them, like. At this point, a fucking <laughs> one chick's worried, uh, Tennessee's wife is worried about quarantine and everything. And at that point, it's just kind of like two Which is why she locked both of you. <laughs> you're in, like, Leaving the other one just completely helpless. The one bitch is already touching him, and you're like next to the man, and you're touching his supplies. Yeah. So you're already. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, don't. Don't forget, she had fucking blood spurt in her face and mouth first. <laughs> then she locked them in. <laughs> She's just like, I don't know if, if fucking she's got it or I got it. I'm so fucking scared. It's just like, bitch, you just murdered Wait, your friend in there. And then, so the backburster burst out of the dude's back. And then <laughs> the fucking bitch in there just falls down. <laughs> Nobody... <laughs> Just whoop, and then decides to crawl. It doesn't like decide like so. The fucking neomorph is like tiny as fuck. Okay, and she kicks it once, but then, then like just it's mauled after that. She slips does from the nothing blood. to like pull it off. Her arms are just <laughs> like, oh, oh, covering herself. Little <laughs> She's fucking out. stupid. It's just waddling everywhere. Fucking. <laughs> 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 <clears throat> and he, she, so she's supposed to be the pilot, right? And then, like, and then there's like these canisters, these explosive canisters out in the open. <laughs> that she would you would think but that you would know, like your pilot would be like, yeah, there's these explosive canisters. I should probably be careful of them. But then the alien runs <laughs> out, and like she's just shooting buck wild everywhere, blowing. <laughs> shooting everything and then blows up the ship and the alien like runs out like two seconds before it blows up and then <laughs> I, I always fucking like miss that part but it's always the fucking she comes out like just fucking like covered in fire it's like just walks out and just falls down and fucking the by that time the group the group comes back and they witness and they're freaking out because they lost their transportation this is lover and while that's going on, the other dude that got infected is now freaking out and, like, spazzing. And then he throws up, and then the weak guy's crying over him. <laughs> this is the lover. Then that's when they get attacked <laughs> by the Neomorphs. And they manage to kill one, but then they get saved by by none other than David himself. He comes back <laughs> in his glorious self. 
by shooting a loud-ass flare. But we should kind of mention that Walter loses his hand trying to save it, Daniels, because um, it kind of bring, it gets brought it gets brought up between like Dave and Walter that Walter loves Daniels, and I always thought that was kind of just like it's more established in some of the deleted scenes for Covenant, and I thought that was like sort of interesting because like uh, because well, people are trying to say that shows that even with like some of the up like some of the Restraints that they were put on, like the later versions, that yeah. Walter still has emotions like David, and that kind of like comes up because David wants to try to like turn Walter against everyone, and yeah, and so David comes, saves, saves uh, everyone, and then he brings them all back to the ship that yeah. or the little colony that he's at. And they see all these like black, like ashed statues of some people, and they're all like, they're, nobody's really asking questions. So they're just kind of just like, oh. Well, Daniels is also like very. The only person that. Like, she's, she's very suspicious. Oh, God, I just fucking Aside from those two, everyone else. Like, everyone Yo, is fucking, like, the only person asking this? questions is Walter. <laughs> no one is. Just. Mm. <laughs> she doesn't. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> This is weird. Well, the leader does get smart after, like, after everything happened. But then he just fucking dies. As soon as he starts being smart, he His, turns uh, into an, an idiot again. But, um, yeah, so... They all follow David to his, like, little hideout. His little home. So, like, of course. <laughs> He's enough. But, um... They uh they set up a radio signal and uh, Walter and it, they all realize that the whole group realizes mm -hmm. oh this is an android from our place because they all went there because they heard uh Shaw I heard a recording of Shaw singing Country Road and so they're kind of they're coming there to save her and then they find David and then he kind of reveals what happened to them like Elizabeth Shaw came. Uh, they accidentally, they quote-unquote accidentally released the pathogen, but David just murdered everyone there. And uh, David ends up cutting his hair, and then he sneaks up on Walter. <laughs> after after Walter picks up a flute, he goes, a whistle, and I'll come. And I'll come. Because he's trying to like <laughs> teach him like, have a light step. Uh, expression through <laughs> art like or through the music. Most, the most you know, interesting teaching him how to play the flute, like tone, tone, showing him that he's capable it's of so doing great. more than just being obedient <laughs> to um, to his like creators or to who like whoever he's being obedient to, and <laughs> it leads to such a very beautiful sensual scene of them fingering the <laughs> the flute. Mm -hmm. Very much so. And I, it, I think you I can't watch that scene. I think, think like, I had like oh, this is just heard too something maybe that the sexual like, no. like tension between <laughs> those two was on purpose. <laughs> I believe. Yeah. I'll do the fingering. You can't. Yeah. You can't put that piece of dialogue puts through, like, the whistle to Walter's like, mouth, and the actor. What does he say? <laughs> and then they're roommates. 
<laughs> Such. <laughs> No, <laughs> and they were roommates. But um, it's definitely like the way that they filmed this and everything is pretty like, um, it's seamless. Very, it's it's very not. We've been joking around and everything, but I will say that the sound, like the sound design of this movie, and even the music, I will say, uh, yeah, this this movie has the best music since like Aliens in my opinion, because the other ones and... definitely didn't really hit me that well, but the way that the music builds up in this one yeah, is definitely. really, I this, think it's done really uh, well. Prometheus is the better Especially movie the than Covenant, but at least when the first but Covenant like, still comes out, feels I think like the a movie that seems really good. It doesn't feel like three or four. <laughs> it's actually like, it feels very competent. <laughs> <laughs> I meant like a visual <laughs> story script. That's that's something else. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> it's confidently it's stupid. Beast, at but least, it's not a <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's the difference? Yeah, it's great, but it's not great. It's it's great, but it's awful. <laughs> and uh, then we get a scene of David visiting. Elizabeth Shaw's grave and says that she died in the crash, and then he ends up quoting Ozymandias, a poem, a very famous poem, uh, which is basically kind of just like a king, like boasting about like his great empire, but eventually awesome. somebody coming across of it, and it's just nothing but and rubble, and it's very kind of like it's very very symbolic for David because he's kind of just I will say that um, one thing I'll give to Ridley Scott is that I like how he does um, his characters with god complexes because um, even though I really enjoy Blade Runner 2049 I don't think the villain, I don't think Jared Leto's character is as good as the fucking villain in uh, or the original. He's basically kind of just like to the side, but in this one, I think it works really well with David because even though, uh, especially later on in the scene when he quote, quotes, he uh, he wrongly like he wrongly announced uh, fucking the wrong author for the poem, and. He kind of just That's doesn't right. accept it because um, he doesn't think he's wrong at all, and he's well, just like. Uh, you it. mentioned the part, but, or I don't know if you mentioned about like it's uh, revealed that uh, David else uh, you add, Hector? went to like the engineer's home planet and uh, released like a giant plague, killing, resulting in killing them all. So that's why he he's stranded here in this place. That's why he's it, during this time. Uh, it's revealed that he, he has been experimenting, trying to create. The so-called perfect form, perfect, uh, perfect organism, and you know it, he's also experimented on Shaw. And it's been revealed, and uh, and, and at some point, uh, one of the neomorphs, fully grown, uh, eats one of the <laughs> brutally eats one of the one of the Covenant members, and. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah. Goes to the complete opposite side, gets her head chopped off, and uh, the lead After being Billy told Crudup, not to go um, too far goes to finds like, it, and the also opposite. David finds it. You know, he's he he's like approaching it. He's approaching the neomorph in like a very uh, in a in a very nice way, I guess. <laughs> he's like gently, calmly. He's like, you know, he went full like how to train your dragon with him. He's like, you know, like, there's so much more to you. You know, you no, know, you need to earn its trust. And then it's immediately, <laughs> Billy Crudup just shoots it to death. And he's like, no, no, um, how dare you? <laughs> no on the. Uh, his reaction. He's like, you like, know what? I'm going to take you to the room. <laughs> and he it takes him to me. like... Oh. <laughs> He's so hurt by you. How could you? It trusted me. At, the, at that moment, man, it's just like, it just looks at David. It's just like, he holds mm. a gun. He's like, you're going to tell me what's going on here, or I'm seriously going to fuck up your perfect composure. <laughs> it's just like, because David shoot was like, him already. Come with me. I have something to show you. Deserve you. it. This one. That's, so he follows that's him. This last smart thing he does is kill the neomorph, and then he turns into a complete bubbling idiot again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I will say the way he goes after he says, "Like you're gonna tell me what and he, he leads him. David just goes very well." <laughs> To, uh, I love the, his, the his complete tone shift that Michael Fassbender can do, like tone shifts. Very it's well. like a, a bunch of alien eggs surrounding it, and he goes to one, you know, saying like, "Oh, you can, it's open. You can get, get closer to it. You know, it's not gonna bite. Nothing's gonna happen. You are perfectly safe." Wink. You're waiting. My mother. So of course, as these characters go, they look. Really, really closely to they're, the alien egg. They're waiting. Boom. Waiting for what? Face hugger. Face hugger. Mother. Wraps him up, wraps his face up, starts giving him the eggs. Meanwhile, uh, David's just looking at it, just like, yes, yes. <laughs> In the meantime, uh, Tennessee. Is his name Tennessee or is it Dallas? I keep mistaking those two names. Okay. Yeah, Dallas is from the first movie. Yeah, Tennessee is, uh, you know, he, after what happened with his wife, he's trying to get back down. But uh, because due to the Tennessee. It's due Tennessee. to the storm, due to the you know, incompetent yeah, weather, he's, he, he's not able to go. And he's like, oh, it's too risky to go. And he's like, well, I don't care. I'll go save them all. So he does. No, not that much tension there, but he managed. He, he goes down there all by himself. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it was a random guy. Then the last four people like remaining it's Walter, Daniels, then Wheat Guy, and then random random guy. I I don't I don't remember the guy's name. <laughs> and um so they ended up the so Wheat Guy and Random Guy end up going downstairs finding the captain's body. And they're just like, oh shit! And then another face hugger runs off, and it gets on weak guy. <laughs> then they cut it off, and they try cutting it off. It burns weak guy's face, 
And then he's just like, oh, fuck. And they see the full-grown <clears throat> xenomorph up top. And it kills the other random guy, and weak guy runs away. <laughs> but then we come to, I would say... Well, no, for, so far, sorry. Mm -hmm. First, we forgot the scene with David playing a song for Daniels. And we, uh, so Walter ended up finding, not Daniels, uh, Shaw. So Walter ended up finding Elizabeth Shaw's body. And then he kind of, like, basically asked, like, he, Walter kind of, like, tries to break down his, like, God complex a bit, saying just, like, like, who wrote? Ozymandias, and then he like Barum or something, and then he's like, "Oh, Shelley is saying just like he's just saying you're broken and you're falling apart, and you need to be stopped." And then he's just <laughs> he's just like <laughs> David's just like when you when you close your eyes, do you dream of me? He's like, I don't dream. And then he gets in close and kisses. Oh, he's just like they'll never love you. Like he I curls just, up and he kisses ball. basically himself. And then st he stabs him in the neck with the flute, and he makes like the most ridiculous face ever, and just like folds up. He folds up, and then he's like, "You're such a disappointment to me." And it goes off. And then that's when Daniels goes into his like little like workshop mm -hmm. and like finds these notes and stuff and i will say that's like if this scene was in like another like actual like another horror movie this could have actually been like a really good scene it's just like where he sneaks up on her he's like quite the little troublemaker i think it's just the way he like he i don't the way he the tone like doesn't shift at all because like she tries to aim a gun at him and then like he slaps it out of her hand, and he he finishes his sentence like in the same tone, like nothing ever happened. And then the line after that, where he says like, exactly what I'm going to do to you. Thankfully, my queen like, to Daniels, stabs, I thought him, that line was great. stabs him with a key on his chin. And then David gets a little give like, her the opportunity uh, to run away. Rapey vibe with Daniels. So he he uh, he's like hopping around and getting ready to. <laughs> 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 I, I will say the way that the way that he stepped over towards her <laughs> like when he first threw her and he's just like you just hear the man's feet like clapping against the ground and then it's just so he lives. and then uh it we, we forgot to mention but uh walter has like this little self-repair system that's going on <laughs> in his neck and then he he ends up he lives, and then he starts fighting David. He's like, you're yeah. meant to be dead. There's been some <laughs> updates since your day. I will say, I, I think that fight scene's kind of cool. Just like, it's not Terminus, Terminator-esque. It's yeah. just like two androids being like agile. Just like, yeah, yeah. I will say, the the sounds that David's making in that fight are really hilarious. He's going, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then, uh, Daniel's in uh, wheat guy end up signaling Tennessee where to go. Then David and Walter's fight goes to a climactic mm. end where Walter's on top of David, beating him with a rock. Well, we don't know. Yes, we do. Like, 
your choice, brother. Like trying to like have like you mentioned to me while we watched it. Uh, moment to get through to really, Walter, and, and he ends up killing. It's him. meant to be known that uh, David wanted to fight. It's, it was David all along. It's obvious. Yeah. Man, they took the time with it. <laughs> like, the tension is meant to be, like, of what David's going to do and everything. And, and oh boy, is it great. <laughs> is it's it a great enough. reveal? <laughs> they they did. And uh, so they end up, like, having this, this pretty cool... I think it's a... I think it's a pretty cool, like, action sequence with the one xenomorph that they try fighting off. And then they get back to the ship. They put weak guy okay. down to fix his face after it got burned. Uh, Daniels and Tennessee have a little moment together <laughs> where they're just like, all this bad shit's happened to us. It's what he's programmed and, to uh, do. And they get, they get a moment, like Daniels gets a moment with uh, Walter, a.k.a. David, thanking him for saving her life again. And he's just like, it's my duty. It's my duty. Mm-hmm. Because there was an earlier scene David and Walter were talking about like how Walter sacrificed his hand for her. That but not love. He's like duty. And now he's trying to like be her. Be him. And then they they wake up to an alarm. So they have to take another alien Dang. down. And so Tennessee and Daniels are going around trying to look for it. Hunted down. And David is on the, the main computer's main security. Uh, my voice is going. Uh, helping them out. Breath. And it leads to uh, a little moment uh, where it's revealed that the, the weak guy sadly passed away. Yeah. Rest in peace. He only knows about weeks. And it leads to another scene uh where the two characters are having sex in the shower, and the alien's like, and just like eats one of them, and it kills both of them basically. And it leads to, uh, I believe, the docking area, uh, where like they have like all the all the machinery and down there. Mm-hmm. So they chase down the alien, and the aliens start chasing them down. So they're trying to find a way to get rid of it. And Daniels managed to trick the trick the alien with. Uh, by letting it go through one of the one of the tractors, like little spiky things on the front, stabbing it, leading it down to the space. They both made it, or they they, they win. They managed mission accomplished. They, they managed to save the whole colony, the whole covenant, or at least the rest, the ones remaining. So, um, the Daniels, the queen, she is uh, goes to cryogenic sleep, and you know, saying, you know, thank you. Thank you, Walter, and you know, Walt and yeah, Walter, quote unquote, is like, hey, uh, I'll help you make a cabin and such. And you know, it's a nice ch- tender moment because that's what they've been discussing throughout the film, where she, you know, with the whole, if they find like their new planet, the new planet to inhabit, uh, she's like, I want to make this. Uh, you know, James Franco and I wanted to make this cabinets. Yeah, next to the lake, just you know, something very peaceful. And Walter is like, "Oh, I'll, I'll help you with that." You know, just you know, little, little, nice little moment together, <laughs> and just one little, one, one long look, and Daniel realizes that that is not Walter, it is in fact David. So, but you know, 
cryogenic sleep, but it's already happening. She's stuck. She can't escape. She's things are gonna go wrong. David's just there, like, shh. <laughs> I'll let the pugs bite. <laughs> I'll tuck in the children. <laughs> so he plays. I forgot what the song is, but he plays like some classical music, and he barfs up two uh, face hugger pods and inserted with along with side uh, all the other uh, all the other folks a part of the covenant and uh, it's revealed that all everyone in the ship besides Tennessee and Daniels did not make it you know David is took full control of the of the covenant and that's the end of the film leading us to an un non-conclusion kind of Will we give or get a sequel? No. But uh, as sequels go, I think it's I think it's pretty good. Honestly, watching it again made me realize how just so much better it is compared to the previous, the last few movies. It, it it's almost like a one man performance, and he certainly carries the whole thing. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just like this one with Michael Fassbender. It just makes it so much more fun, entertaining. Yeah, it takes its. Yeah, as David, it's just it's pretty great. I will say, like the beginning of it, like the first act is definitely slow a bit until like. The until the neomorphs start popping up but then like after that that's when david comes and it's just like beautiful it's 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 good old fun michael vasbender you can tell he's kind of having fun with the performances david even though it does have like it's like it's serious moments in the movie times when he's like being like maniacal and cynical it's just like this motherfucker enjoyed this and I, I will say, like the it's impressive with what they can do now with uh, with filming and everything that he's able to play two yeah. different roles, and it's seamless. Like how, like back in the day, it just used to be like they'd film the same actor and then like put in between, which is a win like, in, in our the middle book. of the movie to have it. <laughs> but with this, it's basically oh, seamless because now they fucking all they these alien. Ba- it really, Michael, honestly, Michael this episode just turned out to be Alien Covenant. Plus other alien movies because uh, Covenant is kind of like the one that fantastic. I think is the one that we both really wanted to talk about. <laughs> this is the yeah because I mean I mean to be fair we watched this one together unlike the other ones I saw three four <laughs> Prometheus I pretty much seen all these movies all by myself and we teamed up to watch Covenant. <laughs> it's just so much fun to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was. And then we just I, so I would I would say like our, us watching it, it together definitely helped. It was just like make it a lot more tolerable because I think I would have been a while and I had not praised this movie as much, but I had a really good time. It was watching. just a lot more fun. As for the others, um, yeah, certainly it went from up, then down, and a little, a little slightly up. Yeah. So with this new Alien movie coming out, it's going to be coming out next year. It's going to be directed by the guy who did the 2013 Evil Dead movie. Um, he also did 
he also directed Don't Breathe. Uh, are you looking forward to it, Devin? Good. I am too. Uh, I'm hoping it's more Prey than... I'm trying to think of another movie spinoff. Or a movie spinoff. Hopefully yes. it's more Prey than, I guess, uh, The Predator, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully it's a pretty decent movie. I, I really hope it's like better than Evil Dead Rise, which in the previous episode I've mentioned just did not... I thought it was kind of dull. So hopefully this Alien movie does more than what the previous films has done. Hopefully it doesn't fully follow the formula. It does something fresh and new. That's... Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely something I'm kind of hoping. Maybe I'll do something like either have like a fun idea or concept or something, or at least that's have the, like that's the, good enough characters. That's to care the bummer about, about it because like after after it's, watching Covenant, it's like I okay, I, I kind of want. It doesn't have like, like David's story. It's not gonna. <laughs> it's gonna be hard to follow up on David, but <laughs> yes. It's not going to be continued. Yeah, we'll uh, yeah, I would rate Covenant. It's such a fun, like, he's it, such it's a like fun a, performance. Honestly, it's a watch. six, but I'm giving it a seven. But, uh, what would Ooh. you rate Covenant, Hector? Damn. I'm a lot more nicer, I guess. Yeah. So, Devin. Oh. I was just gonna. No, no, no. I was gonna say five or six. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll give it a six to be nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so go, go, okay. don't get me wrong. The real reason like, why we're here might be after kind of like, two hours. That might be we're kind of average. do our big ranking of the alien movies, which I mean, movie, if you guys listen throughout, like you probably funny, know which is which. But movies. just to be officially sure, uh, we'll take turns in giving. I'll rank all these six of these movies. All right. Uh, you want to go first, or you want me to go first? All right. Number six. What's your worst? All right. I'm about the same. Alien 3 is a lot of neat ideas, but just all mushed into just this gross melting uh, pot of so, dog guts in this. Alien 3. <laughs> Uh, in a, if if it's a it's a film that if done in a better script and if it looked had a better presentation it could have worked. I think concept is is neat. Yeah. It's not as bad as people are saying it is, but it's not it's not good at all. A lot of wasted potential. And it's Prometheus as well for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The saving grace is just the, yeah. the way it looks. Then the presentation. Then it's Prometheus for me. All right. Then. Uh, Alien Resurrection is four for me. Def- definitely. <laughs> Then next is Alien Covenant. 
It's number uh, four for me. Everything else. Yeah. And three that's, for me is the first thing. That's probably it's like, in the Covenant. <laughs> that's where we'll differ. This uh, is like our, I, I, our last Covenant two the same, is, but then like the, it, the I mean, to be fair, it was my first Alien movie to watch in a movie theater, so I guess... for me is Alien Resurrection. That kind of means more to me than Resurrections. I don't know. For me, for me, it's Aliens and S. Yeah. My number one is Alien. And, um, so it's like we almost have the same spot. list, but just flipped, kind of. And then I like Alien more, you like Aliens. I like Covenant more, you like Resurrection. But like our feelings are almost simultaneously the same. Yeah. 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 It's just, I guess, my personal, personal feelings for resurrection than aliens that like overtake it with um, because I'll hold I'll hold covenant and resurrection to the same standard, <laughs> but then I'll hold alien to the same. It's like I think. Just those films are so neatly, neatly tied together. Not tied together. T- neatly written yeah. and, and how I mean, performed and everything. Should, it just goes to show how much the first and two how movies well you just get to stand the test of time. Versus how silly we yeah, can make I, this with yeah. either like a group of characters or just a one character. <laughs> Definitely. So yeah, yeah we, we like the first two Alien movies. More than likely, we like maybe the Alien the sequels will probably be not so popular time, ones, and we dislike the first the two will always like remain classics, dislikes, I guess. So yeah, that's kind of our our thoughts on the whole Alien franchise. It's been it's been an interesting journey to go through. Uh, I'm curious to see which one, what other movie franchises we're gonna go to next. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you listening to. Uh, thank you for listening to this uh, pretty long. I had a good time discussing made. it. It's been fun. And hopefully, you guys did as well. This has been one and... that we've been trying to make, but we've been putting it off mm-hmm. since it is pretty big to do. All right, yeah. Thank you, everyone, for but listening. Even though we did mainly Goodbye. just talk about Covenant. <laughs> Don't let the bed bugs bite. Yeah. Uh, uh, hopefully it was fun to listen to. <laughs>